exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron and we are all business today not really we never are yeah we we only took eight minutes to get into the show though yeah but we were actually laughing i think the secret is making up our own racial slurs i think that really (laughs) helped us get there stop stop it let's never (laughs) discuss that again what are what are some other words that sound like racial slurs? No. Uh, bungalow. No. no. Bungalow definitely does. Uh, I don't know about that. I think uh, I think we should not discuss this anymore. I think is what I should say. I think a mean term um, for Australians could be dungarees. <laughs> dungarees is just a horrible word anyway, though. Yeah. That makes me think of you wearing dungaree shorts with a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sweatshirt in California. <laughs> you got one strap undone because you're being casual. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a look that you don't see anymore is short overalls, huh? Yes. That was a thing at one point, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that totally is was. still a thing, but only for women. Did they ever make uh, overall skirts that, that had the like top piece and then had yes. a skirt at the bottom? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a popular uh, look it's... now, too. Is it really? It sounds horrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> horrible things become popular all the time. Yeah, as long as no, as long as everyone, anytime anyone thinks maybe they don't need to wear a shirt under their overalls, as long as they are forced to watch the uh, Come On Eileen music <laughs> yes. videos, I'd be like, oh wait, this is the most awful look ever any human being has ever worn. I think <laughs> yep. that it's like, it will be okay. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at overall <laughs> skirts and they're all good. No, they're not. You're wrong. <laughs> Google overall skirt and look at the photographs. They're great. They are not great. I'm looking right now. They all look like a character that Phoebe, K- or a yeah, a character Phoebe Cates would have played in a terrible sitcom movie from the '90s. Uh, I don't even so know who harsh. Phoebe Cates is. She was the she was she played Drop Dead Fred in Drop Dead Fred. Oh, Even she's Gremlins. the boob one from that movie. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, yes. Yeah, that's the she one. She was, uh, she played the mummy, I think, in The She's Mummy. She's married to Kevin <laughs> Klein. Oh, God, really? Yes. Are they, like, the same age? Kevin Klein seems like he's 80. I don't know, 80. but they are, they are married. He's only, I think he's only, like, seven years older than her, which she's... for Hollywood ma- matches isn't bad. She's 53, he's 68. You said that, like, with confidence. Yeah, you said it with confidence, but it meant nothing. <laughs> this is seven years older. <laughs> He's no, 15 I think, I mean, years older. <laughs> no, seriously? Yeah, he's 68. She's 53. At some point. Huh. Well, whatever. They, they, they've they been married for a long time. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't played... I'm surprised he hasn't played someone's dad in a superhero movie yet. He's too talented. Is I mean, that might be a controversial statement. Like, I think he's more talented than a uh, Kevin Costner, for instance. Yeah, but no one in the DC superhero movies is very talented, except, like, arguably Jeremy Irons or Ben Affleck. Sometimes they're good. Jeremy Irons, 
I think is very overrated. I think the fact that a uh, he has a British accent and B people sometimes confuse him with other older British actors have really helped his career. Yeah, because I can't think of a single movie I've seen with Jeremy Irons that I thought was any good. Well, the Lion that he King, was any thank in. you. He's not very good in the Lion King. <laughs> he's like working. he's he's chewing the scenery like crazy, and he's it kind to. of takes away from it. Well, he's not as bad as the hyenas. No, yeah. but the whole villain side of that thing is like is so over the top that I often forget that it's part of the same movie. He's uh... <laughs> What movie would that be part of, if not part of The Lion King? <laughs> uh, the Mummy, I'm Oh, The say. Mummy? Oh, the... Yeah. <laughs> Which one? The uh, one Returns. Uh... The one with Brendan Fraser and Phoebe Cates, oh, obviously. Right. Of course. <laughs> uh, that's going to be my go-to reference for this whole episode. Curse of the Get Emperor's Tomb? That. Is that the one with Jet Li? What was it? The what tomb? Curse of the Emperor's Tomb. Wait a minute. I've never heard of that. The third mummy. The third mummy movie. Wait a minute. I didn't know there was a third mummy movie, but I am upset to hear you say the Emperor's Tomb and Jet Li, which tells me that maybe that one's set in China or something. Sorry, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Dragon Emperor. Okay, well, that is definitely not right. Jet Li plays the mummy (laughs) who is some kind of dragon man. God damn it. Is there an army of terracotta warriors? Yes. Yes. Literally, the the first sentence of the summary says a vast army light buried in clay for millennia. God damn it. Yeah, that's all fine. I would, I'd be interested <laughs> in fine? watching. I'd be interested in watching Jet Li fight Brendan Fraser though, because Jet Li is awesome. Well, you've and been it, waiting since two thousand eight and haven't seen it somehow. That's true. Well, I wasn't aware of its existence until right now. I know for a fact we saw the trailer for it in theaters together, uh, but I guess yeah, it's but, not forgettable. Well, yeah, awareness has many levels, Jeff. <laughs> there was a there was a time when Jet Li was making so many movies that I couldn't muster a feeling for all of them. I think I, feel I think like that Jet time is one of those people, one of the the class of celebrity where they're 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 an attractive person, but in such a like forgettable way that you can't ever remember what they've done. I guess so. I mean, I I remember him for his cool action sequences i don't know that i could like pick out a performance of his that was ever any good but hey he's he's the same age as he's the same age as phoebe cates (laughs) (laughs) you should fight kevin klein (laughs) yeah that's a match made in heaven right there Uh, i I mean jetly and kevin klein in a fight that's the match made in heaven i'm talking about (laughs) Especially if Kevin Klein is dressed as a pirate and singing the Pirates of Penzance as they fight, that way everyone's playing to their strengths. We've only Kevin been Klein putting him appeared in something with Mandy Patinkin because I feel like they would kill each other. They might be the same person. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why they've never been in something together. Well, yeah, Mandy Patinkin does sound like a name someone would make up to pretend to be a different actor. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I'm, uh, Mandy? Does that sound right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm a different hmm. man. I'm Mandy <laughs> Patinkin. It's me. He looks over at a model of the battleship Potemkin. But he can't see it very well because he had to take off his glasses to disguise his own. What was that called again? The Potemkin? <laughs> oh yeah 
Okay, so things on the internet. I'm going to start because I have a really good one this week. Oh, good. Uh, so my good thing on the internet from this past week is that the book that I've been working on writing for the past uh, maybe six months or so uh, has gone up on Kickstarter. And it's been on Kickstarter for about four days now, and it's raised about $130,000. Uh, so I'm going to say that my writing is valued at $130,000. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Get at us, Hollywood. I am attached to this project. <laughs> Whatever project <laughs> this is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, but I'm, I'm really excited and proud. Does this make me sound like an alien trying to pretend to be a human being? Yes. <laughs> me like Me like book... Yes, I do good books. Um, anyway, it's called Scion Second Edition, and it's a tabletop role-playing game book, uh, and I wrote several sections of it, uh, and I think I did a good job. So you should check it out, and if you like tabletop role-playing, uh, you should definitely buy some. Yay! I'm su- and you need I'm to put surprised. a link about this on Twitter because I didn't even know about it until you told me about it yesterday. Not the writing, I knew you were writing, but I didn't know about yes. the Kickstarter. That's true and fair. I'm surprised that there's an extra book snuck in there before Scion Hero. Yeah, well, the thing is that uh, the, the company Onyx Path is releasing a whole new mechanics, like base mechanics for the universe, mm. and... Uh, so Scion Origins, which is actually the book that I, I did the writing in, uh, is just introducing this new uh, momentum style of gameplay that is pretty cool and good. It keeps all the simplicity of the old stuff uh, while taking out some of the weird arbitrariness, uh, and like it sort of has a way in which the longer things go on, like the longer a battle goes on, the more... Uh, powerful everyone is getting so that things get more and more ridiculous until the battle concludes. Mm. Yeah, because White Wolf just doesn't exist anymore, right? It kind of does as as a legal entity because some of its uh, intellectual properties were purchased for making video games that were then never made. (laughs) Uh, So, like, technically, I think and I, by, I am by no means an expert on this. I'm just a freelance writer for the company. But uh, White Wolf sort of had to split off its like uh, some of its World of Darkness properties into a different thing, and then everything else went into Onyx Path, which is the new company okay. that I write for. Interesting. Are you sure it's not a shell corporation in the Bahamas now? <laughs> <laughs> well, everything is a shell corporation if you think about it. I guess so. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what a shell corporation is. It's a. Sh- it's where you take three shells and you put a ball under one of them and you keep moving them around and you know, someone has to guess which one the ball is under. Oh, that sounds like fun. I'm sure I could easily win $20 at that. Uh, I will bet 10 Okay, cool. Step right up. Uh, shuffle, shuffle, okay. shuffle. Which one is it? It's under the left one. Mm, oh, sorry, bud. It's under the right one. Uh, I reveal that after oh, you no. point. Oh, no. Wait, this isn't a $10 bill. This is the deed to my house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, double or nothing. You have to give me two houses. Or uh, <laughs> I don't know what I would give you. I don't know how betting your house works. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> okay, so Jeff, what have you been up to on the internet? So I discovered a new podcast uh, during all of my various phone troubles I was having 
there was a period where I was just on like a fresh version of Android, and so I didn't have my podcast app, so I went into Google Play and was like, what's a podcast I can listen to today so I don't go mad with cabin fever at work? Uh, and I found My Favorite Murder, because it's like the number one comedy podcast in the world for some reason. Uh, it's hosted by Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff, and they talk in a very kind of light conversational tone about murders that have been done. Uh, and you'd think it would be, like, super exploitative, uh, and, like, disrespectful, but they're always coming at it from a place of, like, it's bad that these things were done. They were done by bad people, but we're fascinated by the circumstances which could create such a horrible situation. Uh, so if you, if you want... but I haven't listened yeah, if you're into true crime at all, or, uh, I don't know, I'm, I was never into true crime things before, but if you're into true crime stuff, uh, it's worth a listen, and if you're not, uh, maybe this would be entertaining to you anyway, if you're curious about history's serial killers. It seems to me that the only way to have a successful podcast anymore uh, is to have it be about murders. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> if so, uh, should we somehow pivot to be more about murders on this show? Yes. Uh, we're, we're already about. But they we're already story. about Matt's upcoming murder. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is all. This is all. Just recordings to be played later at a trial? <laughs> yes. Either for you having been murdered or having done a murder. We're not sure yet. Ooh, Ooh which is but it going to be? Better stay tuned for podcast sweeps and find out. Even I don't know, and I'm the one who's going to be doing the murder or having the murder done onto me. <laughs> well, that's what you say in court, right? That's the legal term? You, you do a murder on somebody? I done have... I'm going to... I'm gonna murder on you. If you guys don't shut up, I'm gonna murder all over you. I done had a murder put on me. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, so, so, so what's so your murders. what's your guys's favorite murders? Since we're on the topic. Hmm. I mean, this is kind of a cliche answer, but I am very weirded out and interested in the story of. Um, Lizzie Borden? I was gonna say Ooh. Lizzie Borden. God damn it. Oh. Just the fact that, like, no one is really sure who did it still. Yeah. yeah. And I watched a oh. good documentary which tried to stay impartial, but just mentioned all the things, all the reasons that it was unlikely for her to have done it, and it really convinced me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think she did it. <laughs> well, yeah, like, if she had been the one who did it, then it would have meant that she would have had to take off all her clothes before she did it so she wouldn't get blood on them and then kill everyone and then wash herself off and then get her clothes back on all in the, like, 15 minutes in which it all happened before somebody else saw her. Mm -hmm. But if she didn't do it, then that means that somebody else would have had to sneak into the house without her noticing them and then take the axe out of the room she was in and then kill everyone and put it back without alerting her that she did it, they did it, which is equally... So, like... Either she did it, which is very unlikely, or she didn't do it, which is very unlikely. That's just annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like, we only have her word for it that she didn't notice someone come in. Like, she might have been terrified. 
Well, or she might have been in cahoots with the murderer. True. Like, yeah. Because she didn't do the killings doesn't mean she wasn't in favor of them. Yeah, it could have been yeah, that, that like, someone came in and she was like, here's this axe from the room I'm in, go kill my family, please. Uh, yeah, or some someone came in and she was, like, about to scream and then the dude did the, like, finger over the lips thing and then she was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll be quiet. And then he, like, wrote on a sign, like, uh, you know, I just need bus fare to get home. And then she went to go get change out of her purse and then he went and murdered everyone. And then she was like, wait, what's a bus? He writes down, uh, hey, I I just (laughs) came in to murder your parents. And she was like, oh my god, I want someone to murder my parents. I was literally just gonna do that. (laughs) I thought you were gonna go, now I thought you were gonna go in the direction of Love Actually, where he comes in and has the signs already written. And he's like, listen, I know it's Christmas and it's a time to murder your parents, but I just need to tell you that to me, you're a murderer, and I'm gonna frame you for murder. <laughs> Has anyone edited Wiley e. Coyote into that scene? Oh, that's a good idea. That's fun, yeah, you right? You know what? Get on that. You know what, though? It would be even better if the folks at Warner Brothers did an actual Looney Tunes cartoon that had that in it, where he was talking to the Roadrunner. Actually, they they, they might have. The they might have done that <laughs> on that recent Looney Tunes uh, series that was on Cartoon Network. But no one watched it in the world, so... Yeah, it's like, let's never watch it so that it can exist in a quantum state of maybe having been made already. (laughs) Yeah, it probably had a bunch of really good jokes on it, but we'll never know. Yeah, but now it definitely did have very good jokes on it until we look at it and collapse the waveform. Yeah, and then it just turns... Probably had very good jokes. Have you ever seen any Looney Tunes cartoons? I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't, so I can only assume that the jokes were excellent. Yep, the only Looney Tunes cartoon I've ever seen is Space Jam. Yep, and those jokes are impeccable. (laughs) They're in in something. Uh, Peckable, maybe not. (laughs) Michael Jordan's secret stuff? Come on. Yeah, those jokes are extremely peckable. (laughs) Yes. It's a shame that uh, Foghorn Leghorn wasn't involved because Peckable. No, he's there. there. He's in that oh, movie. He? Yeah, he Does says he play uh, basketball. Someone calls him. Uh, someone uh, refers to the team as chicken when they don't want to play the basketball game, and he says, "I say I resemble that remark. It's awful." Okay, wow, uh, Louisa- I forgot. You know, I should really remember that Jeff has a uh, photo. F- perfect memory of every scene of Space Jam before I ask questions. I've seen that movie 57 times at least. <laughs> Does Pinehorn so okay. Leghorn play on the team? He seems more like a manager type. Yeah, he plays. <laughs> Doesn't he? They have to play because yeah. they're all so bad at basketball that they have to constantly switch out so they don't die from exhaustion. So wait, do the villains like Elmer Fudd and uh, Yosemite Sam play? Yep. Well, that's... That's baloney. It's, I don't understand it, that. It, they it, shouldn't get along. It belongs well, it's that in classic the movie tactic of oh, we found something even worse, and we all have to join together now. No, no, Loki, no. It's it's Loki, in the... You're gonna have to help Thor in this one. <laughs> they do that all the time. It's they in. They the... haven't done that yet, but they absolutely are going to in the next Thor movie. A hundred percent. They kind of sure. tried, but then Loki faked out that he was helping, and he wasn't helping. That's true. I guess that was Dark World 2 was kind of Loki helping. Mm. Anyway. It's in the continuity of the Sheepdog and Wile E. Coyote cartoons, where them fighting is just them doing a job. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's it's following the Muppets formula of them pretending that they're actors that are in the cartoons, but they are really just people who work together. Is that exactly. the idea? Yeah, that, so that's why Elmer Fudd uh, is not constantly trying to murder them, because it's all just pretend. Yeah, but I feel like Elmer Fudd, even if it was an actor playing that character, the actor would also be a murderer. <laughs> yeah, he'd go off script yeah, and be like, no, calm fair. down. Yeah, down, every Elm. day he'd just be like, no one respects me while I'm on set, and <laughs> it just makes me so angry, and I have this fake gun already. If I just put real bullets in it, will they be able to tell that I did it? One of one of these days I'll blow their goddamn heads off. Yep. But then he's a real opera lover, so those episodes <laughs> where they do operas, it, they calm him down enough that he doesn't take his own life. Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> I mean, a lot of serial <laughs> killers do I sometimes. Was a murderer a second ago. <laughs> I think I think he would be one of those murderers that kills ten people and then kills himself afterwards. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> he wouldn't survive in prison, Louisa. Obviously, <laughs> true. No, I don't know. He might do some terrible things to uh, scrape by. Oh, you think he'd be like, uh, what is his name, Tobias from Oz? Yes. <laughs> and become a cross-dressing uh, prison bitch? Is that he wouldn't have to term? become. You saw the opera one. He dresses as a Viking oh, woman. Oh, that's true. That's true. They let uh, you have costumes in prison, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure if Orange <laughs> I mean, is the New in... Black is any indication. Yeah, I was going to say, they did in almost every episode of Oz and Orange is the New Black and every other TV show about prison. Yeah, prison's yeah. really cute as far as I can tell from TV. I, <laughs> I haven't seen I Oz. Really... <laughs> I think I could really get some things done in prison. I just have to keep my head down. Uh-huh. Yes, sure down very down. far near other people's crotches. Yes, For also them. possibly not connected to my neck anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're so uh, sure that you're going to do fine in prison, that gives you a license to just start committing terrible crimes, right? Mm, I'm foreshadowing the season <laughs> ender where a murder happens to or by me. <laughs> I don't think if you get murdered, you go to jail. <laughs> they keep I don't all know. the bodies in jail in case they turn into vampires. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> vampires? Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. When does a murdered body become a vampire? Uh, when the blood is drained from it, I think. Yeah, maybe. Are these uh, dead bodies being uh, prepared in the kosher fashion? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Kosher vampires? That's why they need blood. They've been drained of it before they were killed. Oh, this is a Terry Pratchett joke already. Yeah, this is. I know. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Sad. So... (laughs) Uh, Louisa, what is, uh, one, your favorite murder, two, something you've been up to online? Well, I was going to say the Lizzie Borden one, but I also like the uh, Detalov Pass, I think it's called, which is that oh, Russian story yeah. of the young That's a pretty uh, good one. Students, I think. That's especially camping. a good murder because it was done by a Yeti, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I might have already mentioned <laughs> A time-traveling Yeti. Like maybe I have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've uh, talked about it on here, I think. students go camping out in the Russian wilderness, uh, then they are all found dead. Uh, some of them have run miles away from the tent, not wearing all their clothes. The tent was ripped from the inside. A lot of weird stuff had happened. Nobody knows. Yeah, their skin was orange, which is the weirdest yeah. thing to me. And some of them were slightly radioactive. Yep. Like that uh, Imagine Dragons song? Yes. Yep. 
Was that Imagine Dragons? <laughs> I think I, it was. I like to imagine uh, Imagine Dragons is another video game in that series. Uh, like, imagine dogs and cats or imagine party babies. <laughs> this is just a stolen Cool Games Inc. joke. We were really hitting all the ba- bases today. Wait, is it? Yeah, they did Imagine Imagine Dragons Dragons. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't listen to Wait, the band Imagine Dragons, me... so I never hear that phrase. You asked me what my favorite murder was, and then you asked me something else, and I don't remember. What did you do on the internet? It's like the main format it's of It's the this only show question we, we ever week. ask thought, each other. I thought other. it was something more exciting than that. More exciting than the terrible thing. <laughs> uh, I got a phone this week. I, uh, a new phone, but it's not the iPhone 7. I got the 6 Plus. And uh, so I had to switch over all my apps, and they all fucking lost all my information. So that's my, been my experience on the week. 6, yep. pl- six nice. Plus what? <laughs> Yeah, good one. <laughs> so, iOS is iOS is dump. You're dump. No, iOS but, is the so, is the garbage. Good comeback, from the though. It's all the things you take for granted, like you. Oh, I can open this app, and then it's like, oh, hey, you've never used this app before, so you better sign in. <sighs> all this complicated stuff, and then it's like, okay, you signed in, so we know who you are again, but we didn't keep any of your information. Thanks. Thanks a lot. You guys remember back when Internet Explorer was, like, the only internet browser anyone used, and anytime you switched over to a new computer, you had to, like, re-look up all of your bookmarks and re-bookmark oh, them and, like, yeah. re-enter all of your passwords and stuff? Yeah, I'm and living it fi- right now with Chrome because and then, I fucking lost all my bookmarks. And then Firefox came along and they were like, oh, there's just a button here where you can export all of your saved data and then put it into whatever other browser you want. Like, and then Chrome came along, and all you have to do is be logged into Google, and anytime you open Chrome, you just log into Google, and it has all your stuff right there forever. Oh, does it? Because it absolutely yes. doesn't. I am so mad. All my bookmarks Also, Also, Google Chrome is... Uh, you're re- you guys are really showing your privilege, because Google Chrome only works well if you can, like, reliably connect to an internet uh, service, which I can't always, because I'm on planes most of the time. Well, you're not going to need what? a web browser you if you can't collect, connect to the internet. Uh, I still open, like, flash files and stuff through my internet browser. You watch old Homestar Wait. Runner episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just downloading Salad Fingers to watch on the plane? <laughs> I mean, I'm not not doing that. The badgers and snakes, guys? There's a mushroom? Oh, I never get tired of that. <laughs> I seriously don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I agree. It is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. What are, what also, are that one old memes. Uh, I was hamster thinking dance. The, hamster dance is good. I was thinking the other day about the one where the the guy describes how the Earth is going to explode, the end of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. This uh, is the world, and it's a pretty sweet Earth. I bet you're saying, etc. Nope. Yeah, it was like he was doing that voice, like uh, Group X. Which was like a weird uh, racist rap group that did a bunch of songs. It was a racist rap group, but they also had adamantium claws that they could use to kill uh, people, and their <laughs> bones were made of adamantium. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were Canadian. no, that's accurate. Uh, they all had healing factors, and they were in like a Canadian bunker. Yes, and one of them was a hockey puck. Was that the whole thing of that guy? Is that why <laughs> he was guy. called Puck? Well, he was tiny, and, like, his mutant power was bouncing off things, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe he's just a hockey puck. I never thought of that. (laughs) 
why else would he be called Puck? Is he supposed like, to be like Puck the Fairy? Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. But he's not anything like Puck the Fairy. Hmm. Also, kind of weird that uh, they would waste that uh, the people who make the X-Men movies would waste their Peter Dinklage casting on Bolivar Trask and not do uh, Wolverine's good friend Puck. Yeah, but you know, that's a very good thing that they did, because instead of casting Peter Dinklage as the one little person in the X-Men universe, they cast him as just a normal role that could have gone to any actor, as if they were, like, treating him with respect as a human being. Yes, I agree with that also, uh, but this little guy would be great in an X-Men movie. See, whenever you say I agree with that also, but, the the but is really hurting you here. I mean, I'm of of two minds about it, because I want uh, I I want him to be in a movie. But also I agree with the thing you said. When we're talking about having respect for the differently abled, I don't think that you can say, yes, I do have that respect, (laughs) but I also like to look at it laugh sure at sure would be fun people. to look at them in yeah. costumes. I don't want him to I don't want to laugh at him. I want him to be Wolverine's cool friend who is a little person. Uh-huh. Although I don't know this friend who I've never heard of. I don't know if it would have as much of an impact because they made Wolverine so much taller. Wait. In Oh, yeah, movies. sure, I guess. He's like 6'1", whereas uh, he would only be like maybe half a foot taller than this guy in the comic books. Oh, so <laughs> he you was could just only cast ha- like Danny DeVito then. He doesn't need to be an actual little person. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I Perfect. would watch the fuck out of a Danny DeVito as Wolverine <laughs> movie. Uh, <laughs> wait, not as no, as fuck. Uh, we are now. <laughs> Close enough. I think Danny DeVito yeah. was uh, one of the people that they wanted to cast as Wolverine when it was like some weird director in the 90s. God damn, Danny DeVito would be amazing as Wolverine. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he'd that be really, be so really good. good. Uh, He's already a superhero, be... by which I mean villain. <laughs> well, Penguin... Penguin... penguin uh, sort of cross that line a couple times. In what way? In that he could be a, could be a hero? What? Yeah, he helped he helped out Batman a couple times. Certainly not in the time mm-hmm. when uh uh Danny DeVito played him. No, yeah. certainly not, but the character Penguin like he became he went legit and had a nightclub and sometimes called Batman and was like Hey, I know we used to be enemies, but <laughs> do you ever want to get a drink kill- sometime? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Killer Cro- Killer that. Croc is here, and he's drunk as fuck, <laughs> and I need someone to bounce him, and no one else can. And they fell in love. Yep. Oh man, I would watch that romantic comedy too. Ben Affleck <laughs> and Danny DeVito falling in love together. Danny <laughs> DeVito almost voiced Rocket <laughs> Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. That would have been yeah. better casting. Oh, no, I was confused. It was uh, Bob Hoskins was the first pick to play Wolverine in the 90s. See, that would have been good, too. Same thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, Bob, I mean, I don't know. They're both, like, medium-sized, hairy, chubby dudes, right? I guess so. I think Bob Hoskins was a little bit more of, like, a... Real actor? (laughs) Yeah, I could see... Yeah, I could see Bob Hoskins being, um, uh, Puck more because he's sort of like a a small tough dude as opposed to i don't want to be hateful towards danny devito but he's kind of like a a weird shaped man (laughs) i mean yeah his whole shtick has been being like sort of schlubby 
Well, yeah, and it, I mean, it's fine, um, but uh, I'm, yeah, I, it would be funnier <laughs> for me to see him being Wolverine. Yes. Especially after Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, you Jack- mean now? <laughs> you want yes. it to be now while Danny DeVito is like 95 years old. He's 71. I, I want the, I want the uh, Amazing Spider-Man reboot for the Wolverine franchise where it's way too soon and it's an actor that doesn't make any sense in the role. <laughs> Hold on, Ooh, no. Danny DeVito, least... I just looked him up. Danny DeVito is four foot ten, <laughs> and Jeff, you said he was a medium-sized actor, so who would be a small actor to you? Uh, like a little Peter person. Dinklage, I think, is yeah. where we started. Okay, <laughs> so there's the category of a person who has dwarfism, <laughs> and then everybody above that is medium-sized or large? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we going? I think Jeff is going by Dungeons and Dragons size rules. In this yeah, case, I think technically, Danny is a... small, and anything over ten feet is large. According to the monster <laughs> manual entry for Danny DeVito, he's a medium-sized person. Yes, he ha- he still has a uh, running speed of what is it, thirty feet per turn? Mm, yeah, because he's not technically a dwarf. He just has a bone disease that makes him short. How crazy is it that uh, your your running speed is by size category, which means that a four foot five character in Dungeons and Dragons runs the same speed as a nine foot five character? Uh, I that think nine foot five sense. is large. I think eight feet is the cap for medium. Is it eight? Well, still <laughs> double the height and the same running speed. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, you're small. You're, if you're faster, you're a little quicker. That's not a thing. If you're faster, you're quicker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did, can we blame that misconception on uh, J.R.R. Tolkien? Is that is he the one who initiated the idea of like, oh well, smaller races must be faster? Because mm. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he's animals, the one. Like, mice move really fast. They do, but I mean that's because mice are fast, not because being smaller makes you inherently faster. I mean, like turtles are pretty small. Well, hobbits snails are, really are very fast, small, right? but they also they only drink sugar water, so it all it works out. <laughs> Louisa, you're thinking of hummingbirds again. Oh damn! <laughs> you're thinking you're thinking of Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can't think about that character without doing an impersonation. It's impossible. Even also, worse, I yeah, can't think I can't about think Vincent about... D'Onofrio yes, without yes, thinking of exactly. <laughs> Which every really messes second... up uh, watching Daredevil yes, on Netflix. Every let me second tell you. he's on <laughs> screen, I'm like, mm-hmm, sugar water, <laughs> <laughs> staring at that white painting and thinking about sugar water. <laughs> Especially because he, like, intentionally put on, like, 50 pounds for that role, so he now looks even more like he's filled with a bug monster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just imagine next time you watch that series and see him beating someone to death with his fists if he's, like, secretly craving sugar water the whole time as well. Yeah. Uh, He's such a good actor. He was in the best Law and Order. I will say... The worst Law and Order. I will say Wrong. that he was my favorite character in uh, in Daredevil, much much more so than even the lovable Matt Murdock or Foggy Nelson in that series. Yeah, for sure, he's the best one. Even though he's obviously awful, like, and the series kind of pays more attention to him than anyone else, rightfully so, because he's the most interesting. Yeah, because he's sort of like 
like it's like he knows what the right thing to do is, but he's a like monstrous sociopath, so he doesn't know how to accomplish it. You know who's the least interesting character in that series? Fucking Rosario Dawson. What are you doing there? Get out of here. I didn't even <laughs> and get she's that far. like all the other series. Oh, wait, she's no, I was thinking of... Yeah. the different Netflix series of superheroes. Yeah, yeah I hey, like go her Go back fine. to Rent. Remember when you were connecting the lives of awful bohemian hipsters? Go back and do that instead. She... We don't want you here, Rosario Dawson. She's the night nurse. I like her. Yeah. I don't... No. Her nostrils are lopsided. I can't pay it. I can't take her seriously. At least she's not the Punisher. Uh, I think that would have been bolder casting, to be honest. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been good. Although I don't think Rosario Dawson has the acting chops to carry off that role. The uh, the only Punisher the story that I've like a girl Punisher. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Hmm. I don't like the sound of that. She's very forgettable. What about uh, Hillary Swank? Is she still around? <laughs> yeah, she'd <laughs> be a good girl Punisher. <laughs> she was in that Million Dollar Punisher movie. Winona Ryder? No. She's yeah. too old. She's like 50. Yeah, that's too old to be a superhero. He's Hil- just got guns as their only How thing. I'm pretty Nicholas sure John Burnsall is like 50. <laughs> No, Nicolas Cage played the night the the uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, oh, that's Ghost right. Rider. I can never not think of those characters as exactly the same character. They what? are. They are. Well, in <laughs> Louise's defense, they are both characters that are just about punishment. Like they are punishers. They're yeah, both, both skull themed too. They're skull themed <laughs> punishers. And people who punish. They're a creep's fantasy of what like a cool uh, person who's respected and feared would be like. <laughs> Louisa, <laughs> we're not talking about Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ghost Rider. But uh, the thing Ghost is, Rider's name should be Magic that... Punisher. <laughs> not a lot of creeps go all the way to wearing a Z suit around, but a lot of creeps are like, oh, a t-shirt with a skull on it, or like, oh, a, a leather duster. Yeah, they'll wear those things. Genuine question, because the Marvel Universe is stupid. Uh, has Frank Castle ever been Ghost Rider? Uh, it seems likely. He's been a Frankenstein. Yeah, I'm <laughs> looking it up right now. Uh, I'm pretty Castle sure Spider-Man has, has been Ghost Rider before. Yeah, there's been a bunch of, of people who became Ghost Rider, which doesn't make sense, because I think you have to be a ghost first. I think that's like the first thing in the name and the rules of it. Um, but still, a lot of people somehow managed to do it. You well, do the like what if stories? Rider and I have been watching Agents of Shield, and they've introduced Ghost Rider, and he drives a fucking car. So, well, is he a ghost? Unclear. <clears throat> Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> he said they he's introduced. Dead. He, he did say he's dead. They well, introduced <laughs> the modern, the like most recent Ghost Rider, who in a fun twist had a car. But if it's the first Ghost Rider in your universe, there's no reason to call him the Ghost Rider if no one else has been a ghost who rides things. No, yeah. Jeff, he rides a car. You know how that's a thing that people say? <laughs> uh. he, do- he makes a lot of videos where the car's rolling by really slowly, and it looks like he's just riding on or in it. And there's oh, so are you saying he's Ghost Ride the Whippinger? Yes, that is exactly okay. right. Yeah, that's the right way to conjugate that. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's the superhero name version of that stupid thing people do. 
Uh, yeah, let's uh, go on to our random subreddit. Okay, so we've yeah. got three to choose from. Uh, the first one that was in the chat is mine, which I posted, is r slash uh, astronomy. Is that, well, like, I... really astronomy, or is it some fucking sports team named the astronomy? <laughs> or no, it's really some astronomy. Stupid, <laughs> some stupid video game called astronomy. <laughs> no, it's it's actual astronomy. Uh, I am... I'm into, but I don't know that anyone else on the planet is, so... I ended up with the less interesting version of something that we have done before. Uh, I ended up with r slash philosophy. Yeah, yeah. That's just if we do that one, the whole rest of this episode is just going to be me making a fart noise into my microphone. So, <laughs> and I got r slash fish, which is the band fish. Yes. Oh man, it's really uh, hard I to think... decide. <laughs> I think fish is the funniest of these three. Yeah, absolutely, but I don't know if there's going to be as much fun for us to look at. <laughs> would it make it, would it sweeten the pot for fish at all, Jeff, if I told you that our mom, Louisa and Mai's mother, <laughs> is friends with the lead singer of Fish's mom? Uh, yes, <laughs> let's do r slash fish, that's amazing. <laughs> Tell me everything. I mean, that's about it <laughs> that's basically it but yeah like especially when fish was actually famous back when i was in high school our mom was actually very good friends with with trey anastasia's mom yeah dina i think is that is? his name that sounds like someone who makes industrial music in the 90s oh if only <laughs> am i right yeah <laughs> i don't think i've ever listened to a song by the band fish in my have life have you ever listened have you ever listened to the song by the Grateful Dead after suffering a head injury? I don't think I've ever listened to a song by the Grateful Dead except maybe the one that's in Rock Band. Yeah, is it Touch of Grey? Because that's the one everyone knows. I know Box of Rain. You that's know, like the the one I, I, that one. I no. I've heard Touch of Grey, and there is also one in Rock Band. Um, Fish were on an episode of The Simpsons, which is the most I've ever heard of their music. Yeah, wasn't that the episode about smoking pot as well? Yeah, because they introduced Homer Simpson as a real pothead. I'm sorry, I mean pothead. Yes. This uh, yes. the this Trey Anastasio guy looks like a cross between uh, Domhnall Gleeson, that like redheaded ginger guy who was that Nazi in the new Star Wars, uh, and hmm, I had one. I had the old guy. He looks like Jim Henson. on crack. Am I right? <laughs> That's the thing people say. Oh, and Ringo Starr combined. Oh. <laughs> so yes, this on band, crack. <laughs> yeah, this band is like Rush on crack. Yeah, you uh, know why, I don't know so, why Rush was the first band I could come up with. I think <laughs> there's the they are already on every kind of stimulant. <laughs> That's yeah. probably true. Certainly Neil Pert would have to be on something to be able to move his arms that way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, up and down, no side to he side. <laughs> he plays he plays forty drums at the same time. No human That's would stack hard. drums like this. Yes, he's a ghost. That's the joke. Yes. Um. So, what songs by Fish are? I mean, we've already picked the song at the end. Obviously, it's going to be something by Fish. Uh, uh, I'm not sure, because we did talk earlier about some songs that I uh, think would be better, because I don't know any songs by Fish. Yeah, neither do I. I couldn't name you so, one of their songs. Yep. I don't... Mm. Are, do they have songs in the traditional sense? 
there is a Wikipedia article separate. Isn't that how they do their concerts? (laughs) If they were just a band that did Laser Floyd, I'd be more into that, I think. Uh, So there's the Wikipedia article Fish, and then the Wikipedia article Music of Fish. Like, their music has a separate article from the band? Well, but yeah, because the main, the main article has to be mainly about how their ice cream flavor is very good. Their <laughs> discography, good. Their discography is, is not on the Music of Fish article. Jeff, I cannot believe you're trying to move us away from this genuinely good topic to discuss, which is how good the Ben & Jerry's fish fl- food ice cream flavor uh, is. I don't, think yeah. it's half, I don't think I've had it, and it's no half-baked. Uh, it's got tiny fudge fish in it, though. That's yeah. pretty good. Marshmallow yeah, you're about to have swirls. some tiny fudge fish in you. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> I can't tell if you're threatening me or coming on to me. Uh, column A, column B. Yeah, he just bought you a pint of fish for your ice cream. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought maybe Jeff started referring to his penis as the fudge fish. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I hate that. Uh, well... <laughs> that could not be worse. <laughs> okay, let's come up with one. Let's come up with five worse nicknames for Jeff's penis than the fudge fish. All right, I I can think of. I, I'm gonna take uh, all five of mine are just going to be the first five studio no, albums by are, the band Fish. We, we are gonna do each of us do five of them. That's crazy. Uh, Lawn Boy. Uh, pic- can I suggest the? Can I suggest the Monster Mash? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a album by Fish. No, but it's a great, terrible nickname for your penis. Did you guys like uh, at the end of that episode where I put a full minute of silence and then the entirety of the Monster Mash? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I have not listened I, to that I yet. I definitely heard it, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good gag because of how uh, weirdly we ended that episode. <laughs> this was is the part of the show where we, we congratulate ourselves tracks? on past episodes. Uh, it might have been. We talked about hidden tracks. Man, I I'm glad I haven't listened to that one yet because I would have been very angry at you, Jeff. <laughs> when yeah. I get to re- listen to that one, I'm going to be upset with you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> My goal is to make everyone upset with me, since I can't seem I to make like... anyone like me. <laughs> We all agreed that we would be antagonists towards our audience from the beginning of this podcast, and I think we're doing an excellent job of that, but I think we all have very different ideas of what that means. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think that sometimes, Jeff, you specifically want to make this an unpleasant listening experience for people. Uh, Yeah, but only in a delightful way. Okay, well... I guess that's good. Oh, well, here's another bad nickname for my penis. Big Boat, their most recent album. <laughs> I think that's a great nickname for your penis, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that album on. actually, sorry, not most recent. It comes out on October 7th, uh, probably around the time this episode comes out. So go pick up Big Boat by the band Fish. They're still making albums? For some reason. Seems like a mistake. <laughs> Seems like a waste of money. <laughs> I'm surprised that they're not releasing, like, seven per year based on how much they just, like, make up songs during their concerts. Oh, man. One of the linked subreddits in the, the sidebar on this one is r slash feel the burn, but feel spelled with a P-H, which oh, I'm guessing God. is fans who are, in, who are supporting Bernie Sanders. <sighs> and, like, 
I'm trying to imagine something that would make a, a, like a 1950s police officer more angry at the future than finding out that this exists. I think fish license plates would also anger that person. Yes. Louisa, you never read the sidebar. Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably because somebody was talking the whole time. Yeah, both probably. all three of us. <laughs> okay. So the top has a black and white picture of the band playing in concert and then their fish logo. And the side says fish. This is a fish group, not a political group. Don't know what that means. As the primaries and presidential elections approach, we are seeing more and more political posts. Oh, okay. Even if your post has fish content, if it is political, it will be removed. (laughs) If a band member does say something politically related, that will stay. But otherwise, please, fish content only. So we are interested in the political opinions of uh, flaky, awful hippies. Just only famous flaky, awful hippies, though. The rest of you guys take it outside. Exactly. And then there's a thing about how you uh, should not be putting up things about how you want to buy or have tickets to sell. Which I'm sure, if you're trying to be a moderator for a board like this, that's got to be all you're doing is removing posts about tickets. Wait, okay, if if you are posting on this board uh, that you have tickets to sell to a concert, and in order for somebody to get that, all they need to do is send you their address and their name and some of their personal information, uh, is that not the best definition of phishing you've ever heard in your entire (laughs) life? Your Honor. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're off scot free because they can't get you after that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a criminal, Your Honor, but I could not resist how good this pun was. <laughs> Sustained, but watch yourself, Counselor. <laughs> Wait, now I'm the lawyer. <laughs> you're representing yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought that I, as the lawyer, was trying to defend that I didn't. I shouldn't belong in prison before I defended my. Uh, my yeah, you still need to enter a plea of guilty or not guilty to this murder charge. But what is what is it called? Defendant? Uh, no. What is, when you represent somebody as a lawyer, they are your client. Client. Is that it? Yeah. There's not a name for that. No. Uh, best defendant. best friend. Yeah. Toke that buddy. Would be pretty good. <laughs> is this about fish still? <laughs> Guy who Airbnb'd you a couch. <laughs> you guys okay. woefully misunderstand the legal system, I think. Sorry, can, is, is the board we got r slash fish lawyers? That sounds like a, like a really uh, like misconstrued uh, idea for a, a drama in the 70s. <laughs> uh, Give me a little bit of fish so, lawyers. What are you talking about? Nope. That I also don't know. going back going back to uh things that sound like they could be bad racial slurs. Or oh. good nicknames for a penis, am I right? Oh man, I want to go to the DMV but the line is always full of fish lawyers. No, stop. No. Yeah, every time I go to the grocery store, I can't get any produce because all the fish lawyers bought it all up. God damn it. <laughs> and there's a whole aisle dedicated to fish lawyer food. <laughs> God. Ooh, the more be like, you uh, say about it as a hilarious slur, the more it gets closer to real slurs. <laughs> I don't oh, even that... know what slur... Who would it be? What's, what would <laughs> fish lawyer food be? 
Would it be like shredded flakes of the Constitution that you sprinkle in a fishbowl? <laughs> Wait, just... are they actual fish or just fish fans? Yeah. Are they somehow fish that subsist on law? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, I assumed. Uh... <laughs> the top posts on this board are inscrutable to me. That's the problem. Yes. I'm flipping through this, and there's one in here that's <clears throat> I got a fish tattoo yesterday that I just clicked on. Mm-hmm. And it is, as near as I can tell, a gazelle or some kind of, like, a- antelope, maybe? Some maybe kind of a dick African... dick. Yeah, something along those lines. Also a good nickname for Jess Penis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe wrapped... a dick dick is a good name for... <laughs> I, I insane. like it. You need to. You need to. Uh, if you're get, gonna get the ladies, you need to cultivate an air of mystery. <laughs> Maybe. Who <laughs> knows what I got out. down there? Could just be like a wrench <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, Three tea anyway. leaves. It's some kind of African deer analog uh, wrapped in a black cloth with red circles on it. And if you told me that this was an Illuminati thing, I would believe you. <laughs> Huh, I can't find this post, so I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds unrelated. Is that... Yeah, but everyone knows, everyone knows that the worst drivers are African deer analogs. <laughs> no, Jeff. <laughs> no, too close to reality? <laughs> no, you're trying too hard. That's so far away from, from <laughs> what we were going for, I feel like. <clears throat> And then the the top comment on this tattoo post is just someone saying run 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 run. So great music, fish. I guess so. You really you really fucked everything up, you assholes. Oh man, we have to have at least one listener who's a fish fan, right? We must, yeah. So they hate us now. I'm baffled by the top post of all time, which is titled, I think this is the best picture I have ever taken. BGCA night one. Thought I would share what a fish fo- fish show looks like to me. And it is, I guess, a good photo, but it's a photo where all you can see are colored lights shooting in every direction and the crowd, and you cannot see the stage at all. <laughs> also, it Seems is about not... Right. It is not lined up properly, so it's like slightly askew. It's it's neither perpendicular nor, or it's not, neither vertical nor horizontal. Like it's it's, it's a real Batman a angle. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a real bad angle for a photograph, <laughs> is what I will say. I, just I like feel like that... Frank Gorshin is about to walk into frame with it at this angle. I like that I feel... a person thinks this is the best fish photo, and a lot of people who are fish fans apparently agree, and all it is essentially is a, a jumble of colors, because you don't see anything about the band at all. I'd like to point out, though, that this isn't the best fish picture. It's the best picture this guy has ever <laughs> taken. So I guess to this guy's loved ones, sorry, you guys, the pictures that he has of his children in his wallet are less good than this wonky, terrible picture of triangles of color. Okay, but is this more... Say... <laughs> I don't know what's happening now. It's interesting The first time you didn't barrel guy... over the thing I was saying oh this episode. Oh my god, you guys are so bad at talking over each other. You're so bad. Uh, so, like I said, it's interesting to me that you said this guy, because all the fish fans I know are women who do not shower. 
Huh. I mean, that's entirely possible. I well, that's just... a mean thing to say about your own mother. <laughs> She's not a fish man. <laughs> uh, she the... might be. I mean, she probably is in a way, in the way where she never really listened to them, but she wants to be supportive of her friend. Yeah. Is that the how second... fish uh, got popular? <laughs> Everyone's just, <laughs> yes. just want to be nice to the band. Oh man, were, really, uh, everyone was guilt tripped into going to fish <laughs> yeah. concerts for forty years. Oh, that's why they like the picture. They like the colors are amazing. <laughs> that's we're a really good thing I can back say. The curtain on this one. <laughs> uh, so the second highest post of all time makes less sense than anything else I've ever seen on the any board. Okay, I don't. It says. Couch touring is better my ass. I left the room for five minutes to get a beer, and this asshole set up in front of me. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, I understand it. It's a couch joke. touring. I think I get it touring? now. Uh, I guess the idea is watching uh, live shows of fish tours from, like, on your TV from your couch. So uh, wait, yeah. did this guy did this guy go out to his garage and get his folding chair and mm-hmm. set it up in front of himself mm-hmm. to make this terrible joke? Yes. He put some kind of dog on a fishing pole for some reason. Is that a thing fish people do? <laughs> Pro- they probably do cuz they're probably so stoned they go get a snack and they can't remember where they were sitting. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that might be it. So you're like, "Oh, mm, I that like, makes sense. put something on there. Oh, it's a dog." I'd like to point out the ninth highest post of all time, which is a drawing that a 12-year-old apparently did for his fish fan father, I guess. Uh-huh. And we should all take a moment to feel sad for this 12-year-old for having a fish fan as a father. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's a pretty dumb, great picture. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Yeah. But you can see that Seattle is in the background for some reason, uh, <laughs> and then Fish is just stick figures playing with them recreated on the screens above, um, and then I guess this kid and his dad are standing at the very back, the farthest back of the <laughs> crowd watching this, yeah. and in front of them there's a row of seats that all have numbers on them, but the kid got bored numbering them halfway across, so the fourth uh, picture, the fourth seat from the left is just the number is poop, <laughs> yep. the word poop. Yeah, the numbers are left to right, uh, 23310N, poop, 83, and a squiggle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, actually looks a lot like the best photo that guy ever took. He even, like, has yeah. the beams of light, and you can't see the band, and you can just see a lot of people's heads. Is that what a fish concert feels like for everyone? I guess so. It- it seems like somebody storyboarded that photograph that would be taken later. <laughs> That's what this picture is, is just a storyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's the also, pitch this, meeting. This kid's dad is wearing a trilby hat in this uh, picture. I'm surprised he doesn't have a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, maybe he does. I mean, the drawing isn't great. So, you, you know, the guy in front of them does have a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this... This is an inscrutable fandom to me. Huh, I feel like I probably shouldn't be so hateful towards this group because they're not hurting anyone. They're just they just suck. I don't hate them. I'm just bored by them. Like the existence of fish fans just bores me. Yeah. Whoa. There's another post further down on that top page that says, what color is this dress? And it's another instance of this black fabric with red circles on it. 
Wait, what is going on? Is this some kind Tell of like dog so whistle to fish fans? <laughs> it's like the second from the bottom of the first page. Yeah, go to top all time, yeah. and then it's the second from the bottom. I gotta see this. So, is it something about the fabric, maybe, that's, uh... Uh, fish.net slash fact slash what's with that dress. I'm gonna read it right now. (laughs) I'm guessing the what color is this dress thing is in reference to the extremely topical meme of the blue versus white dress thing that was... Yes. Ah, hold Mm -hmm. on. This picture was submitted a year ago. That was kind of contemporary to the whole... No, uh, it was not. It was only six months after. (laughs) It was more than six months. A year ago, last September? That thing happened last May. I guess that is six months. Okay, you win. Lawyered. Fish lawyered. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Let's all Uh, real chill and have some orange slices. (laughs) The dress went viral February 26th, 2015. Oh, damn. There's That's literally a Wikipedia article titled The Dress. I hate it. Yeah. Why uh, did that... Why did so many people talk about that? And I'm including myself in this. I did talk about that with people. Yeah. Like, what were we thinking? It Who was exciting, because it was a news story that had no content, so you didn't have to feel any real ways about it. So it was just super fun to argue about. <laughs> Don't you think? I do like arguing. I guess that's yeah, why. Yeah, and it's not like Harambe or the fucking election where you're like, oh, things are bad, actually. <laughs> With the dress, you're like, it doesn't even matter if we don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Although, there were a lot of people in the world trying to lay down value judgments based on whether you thought that dress was blue or white. Yeah, but I think we all knew that that's nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, it was black and blue. It actually was black and blue, and uh, the people who thought it was white and gold were actually wrong. So it was also nice at the end to have actual proof. Yeah, but also, like, I genuinely think there were people out there who thought that they were better than other people because they could see the actual colors and not have the optical illusion affect them. Those people are named Jeff and Louisa. (laughs) Oh, well, you guys are stupid and wrong. What? (laughs) It doesn't matter. It does like you're not a better person because you could see the right colors. Yeah, I never thought picture. I was. That's what was so exciting. Like I thought it was black and blue. Eventually I found out yes, it definitively was, so that's nice for me, but I didn't care. It was fun talking about. So okay, there's so it's just Jeff. It's just Jeff who has a sense of superiority about this. <laughs> that happens usually. There's someone called Henrietta or Fishman. Uh, who wears this dress that is dark with the uh, a baggy bluish brown thing with yellow donut shaped spots? Gross. Wait, yellow? Uh. But it, literally everything I've seen has been like navy blue and red. That's what it says on fish.net. <laughs> what is <sighs> happening to the world? Maybe it is. I don't understand <laughs> fish. Is it brown and yellow oh. or blue and red? Okay, John Fishman is the drummer for Fish. And apparently mm-hmm. one of his nicknames is Henrietta. Uh, I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of being alive. <laughs> uh, uh, it's so exhausting. <laughs> 
the real problem I think is summed up very well in this uh, JPEG image I found on this board, which is one of those first world problems memes with the lady crying, uh, the picture of the lady crying, and the text over it says, yeah. "I want to listen to fish, but my commute is only twenty minutes long." Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why pretty good. Fish is a garbage group of people. <laughs> I think uh, I think you guys might agree with me, but my theory is the literal only reason Fish ever became popular in any way is that a lot of members of the Grateful Dead died, and they can't really tour anymore, or it's not the same. So people just, just the want one. to transfer that culture over to a new band. Yeah, probably. That's probably true. Also, I think that for some reason in modern culture... If you are making something that is mediocre at best, but then you somehow manage to tie it intrinsically with marijuana culture, mm. you will suddenly become very, very popular. Yes, true. Mm. I don't really understand why, because, like, <clears throat> marijuana users are not very motivated to do anything else except make mediocre culture suddenly very popular, and then they'll turn out in droves somehow. Yeah. You remember Dave Matthews Band? Yeah. What the no. fuck, man? Those guys are the worst. <sighs> yeah, they were. Mm. A lot of people in my high school really liked that. And not even just stoners. They became legitimately popular. It was very upsetting. Yeah, but they they leveraged their stoners cred yes. into being really actually famous. And then everyone was like, oh, wait, this is the worst thing. <laughs> yep. Do you think Dave Matthews... What do you think Dave Matthews is doing now, right now? Touring. Is he still performing? I bet he is. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, the Dave the Dave Matthews Band, I'm pretty sure. Man, that's sad. What is with yeah, their logo? It's like some kind of dancing Slenderman. Oh, yeah, Dave I hate Matthews that logo. Band? I still see that on cars. Yeah, they're on that. tour. They're on tour right now. They have a show in Atlanta on October 1st, and then a couple shows in California near the end of October. Man, are they never allowed to stop? Do you think that maybe they made some kind of deal with Satan? Yes, I do. They've only been around Ooh. for 25 years. That's so long to be <laughs> only popular with people who are on lots of drugs. What's a song that they've done? Crash. Ant marching. Uh, I know give me they a did little. Crash for the... Because for the... Oh. Crash into me. I don't think I know that one. What? I can't remember any of the rest of that song. Wait, how does it start? I don't what are know. the words? Worst... They're all bad. It's all uh... bad. Like there's no tune to it. Yeah, Dave Matthews had a weird. He sort of had that that Bob Dylan thing of just kind of talking over songs a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, but Bob Dylan's real good. Yeah, Bob Dylan could write good music though, so that helps yeah. him. I mean, compared to Dave Matthews, yeah, certainly. Okay. <laughs> I think Dave Matthews, I think Bob Dylan was actually a very, very talented songwriter, although Louisa disagrees. Yeah, I don't really like him. Yeah, I music. think he's real good. Yeah, but Louisa, you think that the Eagles were talented songwriters. They are very so. talented songwriters. And I, as I <laughs> they... confidently say that unironically. Like, I am okay with being like, haha, I know I like the Eagles and they're kind of corny. But they are legitimately great songwriters. I believe that with all my heart. Yeah, I actually think Hotel California is pretty good. And I like that Hitchhiker's Guide theme song. 
Yeah, I actually don't disagree that the Eagles are good songwriters, but I think that I think that everyone would equally agree that Bob Dylan is a good songwriter, except for Louisa. Yeah, I know that it's not a popular opinion. I just don't really like any of his songs, so I don't think he's doing a good job. Well, he's not doing much of any job now. He's just kind of hanging out. He was is always he still just alive, kind of hanging out. probably. <laughs> I don't know. He was. Uh, enacting social change he was absolutely doing more than we will ever do true a lot of people can say that yeah i <laughs> can't even can probably guitar. say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including definitely fish and also dave matthews band. <clears throat> they've done hmm. they've done more creatively and also more to make the world a better place than we will ever do and they've dumped more sewage in a river than i could ever hope to do <laughs> Now, Louisa, that's a goal I genuinely think you could meet. I think you could fill up one tour bus's worth of sewage. Gross. I just start working on that. I rent one of those uh, cubes to keep your storage in. Yeah, but I exactly. fill it with waste. Yeah. And then I take it to a river somehow. That part's unclear. But then I dump it, and then I'm on the news. Then I'm the hero. Yeah, you need to dreamagineer this, Louisa. You need to start with what you can achieve and then figure out the other stuff later. Yeah, how fast can you house a party tray of sushi? That'll get you pretty quick to filling up the waste tank of a tour bus. Uh, I think that the sushi the sushi is a good expediter there, but you need to build up ballast first. Well, yeah, obviously you're going to eat big loaves of bread in between sushi rolls. Yeah. How much how much macaroni and cheese do you think you can eat in one sitting, Louisa? Be honest. Listen, I don't think I'm going to literally destroy my human body to create waste. Well, that's the difference that's a between good you and Dave Matthews' band. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great burn on Dave Matthews' band. Oh, man. They have so a pretty what? good Ben & Jerry's flavor, too. That magic brownie. I like that one a lot. Oh, I never tried that one, but I imagine it was Brownies and chocolate ice cream and uh, raspberry swirl. What's it's your favorite a... Ben & Jerry's flavor? Vermonti Python, and it's discontinued. Oh, Ooh. man, I just realized mine is Cherry Garcia, which is also one of these. <laughs> yep. Uh, I really like half-baked. Half-baked is good, but my favorite is definitely uh, the more recent, uh, what's it called, Speculoos Cookie Core. Oh, that is good. Is that, that's the same as the cookie they use to make cookie butter at Trader Joe's, right? Yes. Speculoos. Yeah, it's oh, some man, kind of, like, good. Danish cookie. Those cookie butter, uh, like, cookies that have cookie butter in the middle of them are, like, upsettingly good yes i looked up how you make Mm. cookie butter and you literally just grind up a cookie and mix it with a little bit of oil until it turns into a paste so of course it's good (laughs) yeah that's disgusting (laughs) i got a chocolate bar filled with cookie butter from trader joe's that was pretty tasty those are good also the ones filled with peanut butter and jelly are really good Mm, i don't like Mm. peanut butter yeah, I, I could take or leave any. I don't think I like any of the Trader Joe's candies. Their cookies are awesome, but I'm I've never been into their candies that much. Mm. What about their little like jellies and stuff? Those are pretty good. Nah, they've never really done it for me. Hmm. I do like those little micro uh, peanut butter cups that they have yes. that are like that are like chocolate chip sized, but they have the but their peanut butter cups. Yep. Those are pretty good. Those are hmm. amazing. Except I think you're supposed to be be cooking them into cookies or something and I do not do that. I just pour them into my mouth until they overflow and then swallow. And pretend you're a giant. Yep. 
So uh, I figured out the antelope also. It's There's a song called Run Like an Antelope by Fish. Yeah, I guess I less wanted you to explain these things than to just complain about them. <laughs> mm, yeah, but both can happen. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Uh, we didn't find out why that fabric had circles on it. Oh, the guy wore it, so then it became a thing. Yeah, the drummer who the band is named after. Is the the band is named after the dude? The yeah, because his name is Fish. P-H-I-S-H? No. Then? No. <laughs> his well, name is spelled, it's spelled with an F, but the band is well, named then, after him. They're not, fuck that, fuck these guys. Ugh, that makes me angry. <laughs> I'm really mad now. At fish. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. We're all just sad now. <laughs> well, listen, I think we all hate hippies, and that's probably reflects badly on us, but what are you going to do? I don't hate hippies. I'm nothing hippies. Which some yeah. say is worse than hate. Yeah. <laughs> and the, op- uh, the opposite of love, etc., etc. And I know that it's just me that has like a really sensitive sense of smell because I feel like everyone's always wearing too much perfume. But when people don't shower, it really is upsetting to me. <laughs> so I know they're not hurting anyone technically, hippies, by not showering. But oh, I cannot be near them. I just, you know, my problem with hippies. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but my problem with hippies is just how often hippies insist on normals like us uh, accommodating them in their crazy things that they want to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> go on. I've oft like I like you go to you you throw a dinner party and then a hippie's coming along and they insist that you have vegan gluten-free options and it's like fuck off <laughs> no yeah like you eat that. you eat bread and cheese and meat so i don't need to accommodate fantasy people <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean like i i'm fine with accommodating vegetarianism and things like that because obviously that makes some sense and like it's a common enough thing that it's fine but you know like I don't want to hate on any specific people here, so I'm trying to keep this vague. But, like, if you're trying to organize a group of friends to get together and go do something, and then one person is like, oh, well, I can't stay in any of the major chain hotels because they waste too much water, so I'm just going to camp in the backyard of your hotel. But you need to ask the hotel manager if it's okay for me to do that before I do it. Like, (laughs) fuck you. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think... uh... There's just a, in general, sort of, a, what, I guess, like, hippies have specific needs that they are unwilling to be ashamed about the way the rest of us are about our specific needs. Maybe that's it. I live my (laughs) life mainly in shame of things, everything, and I'm very upset at people who don't. Yeah. If you don't have enough shame, then there's something wrong with you to me, in my like, mind. Yeah, I true. think everyone just needs to be humble about the things that they do that will inconvenience other people, even if they need to do them. Yeah. 
And there's a big difference between like people who have allergies or dietary restrictions and people who are on diets. But a lot of people who are on diets seem to have no shame about being like, oh, can everything be gluten-free? Like, no, it can't, asshole, because you think you have a problem with gluten? You don't. You're making it up, and it's all in your head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's legitimate concerns there, but, like, Yeah, well, I'm I mean, perfect- if you have celiac disease, I'm not talking about that at all. But people who go on a diet and then decide that gluten was the enemy the whole time? Ah, I can't. Well, and, like... It's one of those things where there are these there are these choices that people can make to make a personal sacrifice in their life in exchange for, you know, living up to their own moral code or doing whatever thing that they want to do. But if you're going to choose to make a personal sacrifice, you're choosing to do that and I shouldn't be making that sacrifice as well. Yep. Yeah, it's like, I, I always just go with the majority. Like, I'll make sure that, like, not everything contains bread and meat and cheese, because those are the big things that people will, like, that veganism and gluten-free are, like, those are the two things that people go for. Uh, so just avoid, like, I'll make sure there's something available, but, like, if the majority of the people are vegan, then I'll just, like, prepare mostly vegan stuff. But if the majority yeah. of the people aren't, then I'm not going to make all of the food safe for one person to eat at the expense of everyone else thinking that I'm cool and good. <laughs> and this goes both ways, because I'm thinking about it now. And, like, when I'm a, at a party, a dinner party, and I'm the only one who eats meat and everyone else is vegetarian or vegan, I feel shame. I am ashamed <laughs> of myself for being the weirdo. But, uh, like, uh, there are people out there who, when they eat meat and they're surrounded by vegetarians, feel somehow superior and want to, like, (laughs) be like, well, I'm a real man. Or, like, I am, like, carnivores for life in this garbage. Yeah, that's stupid. (laughs) If you are... if you are different, you should feel shame about it. <laughs> That's your plan for a better America? Everyone yes. conform? <laughs> exactly. I can't imagine going to some sort of event where the food was all vegan or all gluten-free and being like, no, I demand that this have eggs and wheat dust in it mm-hmm. because I... <laughs> I eat those things or like if I don't I don't like peanut butter so like when I go somewhere and something has peanut butter in it even if I really want to eat it I'm just like "Mm, well I'm not gonna enjoy that snack because it tastes like peanut butter and I don't like that so I just don't eat it here's a good real world example that Louisa can back me up on um we go over to our mother's house for dinner every once in a while um and about 50% of the time that we go over there uh, for dessert, my mother has uh, gotten ice cream. And I can't eat ice cream because it makes me very, very sick. However, I'm never, like, well, like, like angrily demanding that there be a second option be presented to me. I'm always just like, no thanks, I won't have any. That's all I'm asking. Just, just be ashamed of your shortcomings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to, the only way to really have the moral high ground is to be the martyr and then hope that people are uh, impressed by your martyrdom. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I mean, I think we've all had that moment where we're like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I hope somebody (laughs) asks why. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all I, I, my favorite part of the gospel is when Jesus was like, uh, uh, secretly but though i really want people to be like oh you don't have to die for this yeah. <laughs> oh jesus you shouldn't be up on that cross please get down <laughs> yeah he comes out of the cave and he's like guys i can't believe you guys let it go this far no one was hey, like no well it's fine you can live hey everyone did you all notice that jesus is dying right now let's all <laughs> let's all pay attention to him and validate his choice is that him talking out of the side of his mouth from the cross <laughs> No, I think I that's think Jesus em- is pretty good. <laughs> I think that that voice is is the entire religion of Christianity for the past two thousand years. <laughs> I say we let him go. Of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, don't mind me. I'll just be up on the cross dying for your sins. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that is the like, the religions of Catholicism and and Judaism specifically. <laughs> so well, not Judaism. <laughs> Uh, no, that's very guilt-based. Of, uh, yeah, the culture of Judaism. Not so much sure. the religion. Not the whole Jesus yeah, thing so Yeah, much. it's not in the text of the religion that you have to uh, be ashamed of yourself. Yes. <laughs> but I do think that uh, there's, like, a weird, um, like, in in all Christianity, not even just Catholicism, a weird sort of thing of, like, Hey, let's all get together as a community, a religious community, and celebrate this good thing. Let's all talk about how great this is. Congratulations on this new baby or getting married. But also don't forget to feel a little bad that Jesus died. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I wish there were holidays that, like, what is the only, what's what's a positive Christian holiday? And don't say Christmas, because that is about a bunch of homeless people having to give birth to their child in a barn. I mean, the Saints' days are all pretty good. We don't really celebrate them very widely, but they are technically Christian holidays. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I Like when St. Patrick drank all that beer and got totally blasted. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, a, it is a fun holiday, though. You can't deny it. Easter is really <laughs> it is supposed really to just be... <laughs> Easter is just supposed to be a celebration, but it is tied to Lent, which is when you're repenting beforehand. Yeah, I It's wish also Easter about was... Jesus' ghost. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's a joyous rad. occasion that he well, didn't look, die. Look, we can all agree that the best holiday is Halloween, and that's the most about ghosts <laughs> of any holiday. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I like they try to spin Jesus's death as a good thing, but it all feels like uh, no, no, it's it's good that Jesus died. Wait, hear me out on this. Yeah. Like, there's no, no, it's, it's good it's... that you were such an awful person that Jesus had to die. No, really, <laughs> Jesus wanted you to be a monster. <laughs> Like, he never said, it's good that I'm dying. He was just like, blah, do whatever. He had that moment of doubt on the cross, so I guess a little bit the opposite. Where he's like, no, I don't want to do this. You're like, oh, yeah. wait, th- is, what if what if I'm wrong and God isn't real, blah, and then he dies. <laughs> yeah, but he also did that forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do thing. So that's mm. pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good martyring. Oh, that there. is some good passive-aggressive stuff, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so question about Scion this time around is Jesus in it this time no <laughs> damn it we we did debate it but it's not no we didn't want to make we didn't want to open that particular can of worms yeah you don't want that yeah. to be the news story about your whole business of all the religions yeah. that people currently believe the only one that uh, people get like 
super, super widespread media coverage when people are mad about its depiction as Christianity. Well, it's, I mean, that's certainly true, but the real reason was, like, Scion is based on you being the child of one of a group of gods who are all sort of family, and Christianity does not have that. Like, you can kind of... (laughs) Yeah, but saints aren't gods. Like, definitionally not. Yeah. Mm. Like, in that instance, if you were to do it that way, would you be able to be a scion of Yahweh or no? And if yes, then why would you pick anything else? And if no, then that seems like kind of a cop-out. Uh, the homebrew, you have to die before you can uh, level up to demigod status, if you're a scion of Yahweh. But you're way super powerful at hero status. I feel that I can no longer comment on this without b- revealing information about the new Scion, so I will stop talking now. Alright, that's fair. Uh, I think that's the end of the episode. That's why I did that, to tie it back to the beginning. There we go. Alright, well, uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. If you did, please re- uh, recommend it to your friends, and if to all those fish fans out there, we're just kidding, you're fine, we don't hate you. You shower enough. You shower just enough. <laughs> yes. We we validate all of the choices that you make. You get one free pass starting right now. I mean, I'm fine with hippies. I only shower like every other day. Oh, no. Come on. Jeff, Jeff get it together. I don't do enough physical activity to smell bad. Mm, disagree, mm. because the days that I do almost nothing but lie in bed are the days that I feel the grossest. <laughs> yeah, true. but feeling gross and smelling bad are different. Well, <laughs> I feel like there there's a relationship there, though. For me, there definitely is. <laughs> uh, Jeff, well, I also Jeff, don't have, care about my coworkers. Jeff, have you learned nothing? You're the, the, the minority in this group of three, and so you should feel shame. <laughs> I'm not saying that you all have to not shower every day. I'm just saying I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we're just joking. We have hate in our hearts for everyone <laughs> equally, so you're fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, please recommend us and, uh, you know, subscribe to us and, uh, yeah, you can find us at seeing Reddit on Twitter or, uh, seeing Reddit at gmail.com if you want to email us. Uh, and yeah, if you want to back my Kickstarter, it's Scion second edition on Kickstarter. It's the number one popular, uh, gaming Kickstarter right now. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter. Your Twitter handle? Yeah. What? Mm. Matt, your Twitter? I don't care. I mean, people <laughs> okay. can. Kamikaze Pilot, but no one wants to follow me on Twitter, but you can if you want to, I guess. I never tweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at J3FK. You can find me on um, weaponizedlanguage.com, where all my other shows are. Creepy Podsta, we're coming up on the 50th episode. Uh, actually, by the time this comes out, maybe we'll have already posted it. Who knows? I don't know how numbers work. Uh, Pokemon podcast, all that. That's it. <laughs> and I'm Louisa. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Alrighty, well, I hope you guys had fun, and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Oh, when you come crash into me, and I come into.
that's like the sweet spot. Yeah, I think I that's think. ideal for me too because I like to wear shorts and a sweatshirt at the same time. Oh my god, what are you a <laughs> You should move Polly to California. Shore character? <laughs> uh, you should be living on the beach in California. <laughs> are you going to be played by Brendan Fraser in the movie of your life? <laughs> oh, I hope so. That would be weird though. Would he be playing like old me retelling in flashbacks my life or like They'll would he that... be Benjamin Buttoned? They'll do that um, Patrick Stewart baby head thing from X-Men. Ugh, it's so horrible to look at. <laughs> yeah. That also, you flatter place... yourself that Brendan Fraser doesn't already look younger than all of us, even though he's older. <laughs> That's probably true. They Somebody posted on the My Brother, My Brother, and Me Facebook group the other day a picture of Brendan Fraser looking exactly like Justin McElroy, <laughs> and he kind of does. <laughs> like... You know, he's put on a little bit of weight, which is fine. He's getting older. He's not out of shape or anything. He's just not as... He's no longer the mummy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, when he played the mummy in The Mummy. Yeah, the re- title remember character. when he was the mummy? <laughs> yeah. No, so, we all know he played anyway. the title character in The Mummy. Yeah, why yeah. are we saying something that we all already know? <laughs> it's weird that we feel the need to reiterate constantly the fact that he played the mummy when that is the thing he is most famous for playing, is the mummy. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know, George of the Jungle. Mm, he was a mummy in that too, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was, was one of those Aztec mummies from a uh, uh, inside a ziggurat. Yeah, he yeah. was a jungle mummy with good abs. <laughs> oh God, jungle mummy sounds like the worst racial slur of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh, I can't oh, even no. go to the store anymore. All these goddamn jungle no, mummies. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's a completely meaningless phrase that just sounds so awful. I don't like it. Oh, man, it makes me uncomfortable for reasons I can't explain. Yep. Uh, 